Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God is good and greatly to be praised. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn to Philippians chapter four, verse eight. Again, we'll be reading from Philippians chapter four, verse eight. And it reads, and I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. It says, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Again, that's Philippians 4 and 8. And uh, so let's go back because there's a lot in this. The word of God tells us to keep our thoughts continually fixed on these things. That means at all times, no matter what's going on, was no matter what's happening around us, the circumstances, the situations, we ought to keep our minds fixed on these things that were mentioned. It says, keep your thoughts continually Fixed on all that is authentic and real. All that's authentic and real. You know, oftentimes one of the enemy, the ploy is an enemy. He always likes to get us to imagine things, imagine conversations. Someone who did us wrong or perhaps that person we had an encounter with that person 10 years ago and the enemy have play in our mind. You know, I wish I would I would tell him this and tell her that. And, and, you know, we'll replay those things in our mind. It's not even real. Or let me give you another example. Sometimes you can really like a person. And the enemy can have you in these thoughts, these fantasies or these thoughts where you're just having a conversation with them. Nothing serious, but it's not real. In your own mind, you may be in a relationship with it, but it's not real. The word of God says, once again, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real. So therefore, you know what? We ought to shun any thoughts that's not real. We ask God to help us to stop uh, thinking on those thoughts. And focus on what is real. Now, let me give you an example. What's real? Think about the person that gave you a compliment and encouraged your heart. That was a real conversation. Think on those things, the people who encouraged you. That was authentic and that was real. Think on those thoughts. When you think on those thoughts, it would encourage your heart. And, you know, let me say this. Anytime you're thinking on the negative, these thoughts that are not true or these conversations that's not true. We know there's the source of that is not from God. It's only from the enemy. And if it's from the enemy, he can only he's going to bring you into more and more darkness. We have to shun those thoughts or those conversations. That's not true. Those conversations in the past or those conversations based on I wish I would have said this or I should have said that or these conversations with people that they don't even know you. But you have a conversation in your mind regarding them. That's not real. The word of God says, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real. 
honorable. When I think of honorable, I think about someone who's, who's taken the high road. Keep your thoughts fixed on continuously on those things that are honorable and admirable. Something that you admire or, or you know, give, let me give you an example of that. Um, in fact, today I had a coworker and, and, you know, often, you know, people work around me or even even uh, kids, you know, I just say, yeah, how was your weekend? Did you enjoy your weekend? Well, uh, and the person asked this person that and they said, well, yeah, I had a great weekend. The person she talked about how she um, uh, surprised her husband on, on his birthday and they have adult children who live out of state. And and basically, long story short, the husband had no idea that the kids were home and 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 when he got to the house, you know, everything was planned. When they got to the house, um, the kids were in the house with a big banner saying happy birthday. And she talked about how, you know, he 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 was so surprised. He didn't connect the dots. He had no idea. And long story short, she talked about how he began to cry and everything. You know, I think that was just so the whole thought of that thing was just is something to be admired. That was just something. You keep your thoughts on the happy things of life. Think, think, happy things of life, I'm sorry. Those things like that. I admire. You know what? That, that's a very, very good thing. You know, for someone to honor their husband or their father on their birthday and do something special like that, that is something to be admired. Furthermore, it says beautiful and respectful. Keep your mind on things that's respectful or examples of someone who was respectful when perhaps the world say they should not have been respectful. Pure and holy, pure and holy. You know, we think about God and, 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 and the things of God that's pure and holy, you know, um, and this is an, an, another example. Now, these examples can be used in and under other headings in this in this uh, passage of Scripture. But oftentimes, when I think of pure and holy, I think about someone's lifestyle. Now, we know that no one is perfect, but there's something to be said when someone who lived a life that was, uh, they just lived a good life, a life void of scandal, a life where everyone, you know, says, you know, man, this person was a really good person. I'm reminded of, this 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 man, he went on to be with the Lord and um, and he he lived a, a good life. You know, it's interesting. This guy built a church in this little small town of about three thousand people. His church held between twelve and fifteen hundred. Now, he didn't have that many members. He had about two or three hundred members. But for a town of three thousand people and you have two or three hundred members, that's that's doing quite well. But he was able to build that church and. During his funeral, one of the at his funeral, I should say, one of the things that 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 people talked about was once again, his lifestyle, how he was faithful to his wife. He was faithful even to his children. He was just he just was a hard worker. He was a good friend and he was a type of person that if he had it, he would help anyone. Well, I think in time, you know, when people see your spirit or your lifestyle, it's something about a, a righteous, a, a lifestyle that's pleasing to God. It attracts people. It, it draws people to you. And let me say this. I believe with all my heart, there is an anointing on the person that has a lifestyle that's pleasing 
to God. You know, once again, and we're living in a day of time, you all, and once again, I'm not casting the stones on anyone, but when someone can say, that's a good person, that's a good sister, and your name is not attached to any type of scandal, you all, nowadays, nowadays in time, it, that's something to look at. Because once again, it seems as if everyone is looking for something to say something, to tell someone bad about, or, or they may bring something back way back in the past. But once again, when you have a lifestyle that's pure before God, that's saying a lot. And I believe that those people who have that type of lifestyle that, 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 that's righteous and that's pleasing to God, you know, we ought to look at them. We ought to take notice. You know why? Because it'll encourage us to do the same. Merciful and kind. Merciful and kind. You know, when I think of one who's merciful and kind, I always think of someone who, who does not have to be merciful or kind, but they they choose mercy and kindness instead of what the person deserves another uh, word for this you can say a person who's meek when you think on people who are meek you know it once again it inspires you to do the same you know all of these things listed in philippians 4 and 8 is something about it when you keep your mind on this these listings let me tell you something when you keep your mind on these things it has a way of 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 demonstrating the, these things have a way of demonstrating uh, in your life, being demonstrated in your life. And one of the things is one of the reasons why the word of God says, keep your mind on those things, on these things, because if you, if your mind is focused on this, you'll carry these things out. You know, we always can see things in the natural. You know, if you, if you keep your mind on filth or, or evil foreboding. What is evil foreboding? When you think something bad is going to happen, when you when you're always thinking something negative that's going to happen to you or someone else, or you know anything that happens that may not be favorable, you always think of a negative. This person is against you, or you always think of some type of negative action. That's evil foreboding, and it's not good. It's not good. What this list talks about things that are pure things that Paul says we need to think on these things versus the negative. You know, sometimes, you know, we have to check ourselves, our thinking. When something happens that's not favorable, do you always think it's the, the very worst of, in a person of a person? Or do you think of the best of the person? Well, you know, maybe it was a good excuse. Maybe that person couldn't make it. You know, something probably happened where, where that person couldn't do what they said they were going to do. Or did your mind always think of evil? That's something we have to check. Also, you know what? When our minds think, think that way, we're not thinking on the things of God. We're not thinking on the things of God. The word God says, keep your thoughts continually fixed on these things. You know, if my mind is continually fixed on these things listed, I don't have time to think on anything a negative, uh, something negative about a person because my mind is fixed on these things. 
It says, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. Every glorious work of God. Listen, it can be things that you see in nature, but also the things that God has done for you in your life. You know, we have to be real careful. You know, it's, it's, it's quite interesting, and, and myself included. You know, God can deliver us or or can get us through a situation. We, we know it can be a situ situation where we have no idea how this thing is going to work out. We have no idea. And we believe in God to work it out. And you know what? Miraculous, miraculously, we, he will work it out. And, you know, after he works it out, we say, oh, God, thank you, Jesus. But, you know, if we're not careful, our mind be on something else. We should ponder, think, meditate on the good, on the great works of God that he's done in, in our lives. We think about these things that God has blessed us with and the, and the things he worked out in our, in our lives, the glorious works of God. We can praise him always. Now, let me share something with you. We get to the point we can praise God always. You can that happens where you can keep your thoughts continually fixed on these things listed. When you can praise God continually, you know, it's hard to be depressed. It's hard to be worried. Because your mind is on. No, I'm not going to worry about this because I remember what God did for me before. This really is a waste of time because I know my God is going to already always deliver me. It doesn't matter what's going on. God is going to provide. He's going to deliver me out of this situation. He always he's going to provide for me. In fact, scripture says he always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. So once again, when we keep our minds fixed continually on these things and we fasten our thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always, we have no time of thinking negatively about anything you know when you keep your mind on the lord you tend to look at situations as half full versus half empty are you focused on the part of the cup that's that that the, the part that's full of water or are you focused on the emptiness in the cup let me say it again are you focused on the water in the cup or are you focused on the emptiness in the cup? If you focus on the water, this example that we're giving of being half full, God can take you to a lot of places. He can do a lot of things through your life. You know why? Because you're thinking from a positive perspective. You're thinking from a positive perspective, that means your mind is totally fixed on Jesus and these things listed. Your mind is fixed on all the great things that God has for you, you know, or what God has done for you. You know, it's interesting when you uh, focus on these things, they have a way of propelling you forward. It's something when you think on the goodness of God, it causes you to one, get closer to him. To praise him, to worship him, but also to you'll continue to move forward. And as you continue to move forward, you know what? God's going to get share some light and give you some information about the road that you're traveling, your future. He'll give you direction. You pra you're praising him continuously, always. And your mind is constantly fixed on these things. 
Once again, when your mind is fixed on these things, God can talk to you. Let me, let me say it a different way. God is always talking, but you can hear his voice because you're listening to him because your mind is fixed on these things. Keep your mind fixed on these things. Let your mind be focused on the things of God. Let it be focused once again on the things of God. Fast your thoughts on his glorious works and continue to always praise God. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.